Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Welcome to Thursday's show. We have a situation in our house now where we have two dogs, and I've mentioned Eller. I mean, she's probably eight or nine months old now. She's in heat, but she's almost out of it, but she's starting to kind of be normal, just bleeds a little bit. But we have to kind of keep her in her own space that has a doggy door that goes out to the yard. So we got that kind of under control. Stanley, our bulldog, is fine. He's hurt his foot, and he's got like a cut in between two paws now. So we're kind of managing that. He's, he also has a situation where he, I used to think he saw something outside and would start barking at night. It'd be like a, a limb, a leaf, the wind, I don't know. Be, in the middle of the night, he'd go, row, 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 and start barking. And it would always freak me out because I have still some PTSD related to being jumped or having a gun to my head or having my house broken into. It just had a lot of situations all at once that still affect me when I sleep at night. And so I, I was like, okay, man, I'm going to put you, he, he now goes to a bedroom at night, same bed. And he stays in that bedroom. That way he can't see outside. He can't look out the windows and outside of the living room and see anything out there that, that messes him up. So in the middle of the night, I still <laughs> still hear him at times. It's muffled because the walls go. <laughs> so we put one of those little cameras in his room. One of those little dog paw cameras or whatever they call them. Yeah. And you can watch. He has nightmares where he wakes up and just starts barking. Aww. It's never anything of, of people outside. I, we now I've tracked him and all of a sudden he's sleeping He's in a room with all walls, and he wakes up and just, before his eyes even open, he just starts barking. <laughs> Poor little guy. Well, he, listen, it could not be a nightmare. It could be fun. He could be playing ball or something. Okay, well, then that changes <laughs> But whatever it is, it's the weirdest thing where he just starts sleep barking. <laughs> so weird. So it isn't as loud. It doesn't wake me up. It doesn't freak me out as much now because I would always think, well, he's seen somebody outside that's going to come in and murder us. Right. And we have, like, crazy security. We got security all, all around. We got people hiding in the bushes with guns, basically. Yeah. And so yeah. I just say yeah. that to scare anyone thinking about it. But but that's been kind of the issue we've been dealing with at home. It happened last night. We looked at the, the stuff this morning and figured out he barks in his sleep and wakes up, and that's what that's all it is. It's him right. not seeing he hasn't stuff. Seen yeah. Anything. I feel like I made a, a minor breakthrough here. Uh, Margo, you are on the Bobby Bone Show. Margo in Boston is on the phone. Hey, Margo. Well, let me tell you something. That song you played about grandma being naked was hysterical. I am a grandmother and a great-grandmother, and I laughed all the way home because I had a similar experience. I have I have seven grand, grandsons, and one of them walked in on me one time. I mean, not as old <laughs> as I am now, but maybe when I was about 55. And it was like, oh, my God. And we just looked at each other. We didn't know what to do. He turned around and walked out, and then when I came out of the bathroom, I said, um... Next time somebody's in the bathroom, you need to knock the doors <laughs> shut. He says, I am really sorry, Graham. But, yes, um, I just thought that was so incredible. Thank you. I can relate to it. And I said, um, whoever is complaining needs to get a life. Thank you. Because that was such a amazing song. And, you know, people probably my age can relate to it. And people might. Give it a Grammy. That's what I say. Give that song a Grammy. <laughs> What she's talking about is on yesterday's show, I, I mentioned we're getting a lot of complaints. No, a few complaints about a song from Eddie and I, The Raging Idiots, that we recorded live in concert called The Grandma Song. And this is about real life. My grandma adopted me for a long time and it was like my mom for years and years. And it really happened. And so, Margo, I appreciate that call. That's why we write songs. 
you know, to relate to the people. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's time to open up that mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My wife and I have enjoyed listening to your show for a couple of months. After months and months of COVID, I just started going back to the gym. I'm looking to get back in shape. I need some motivations. I'm looking for suggestions for songs to add to my workout playlist. What is your current go-to workout song? Signed, Heather. You know, it's weird. I don't really have a go-to as a current one. I have a go-to that's just always. Like, this is, if there's one workout song that I would put on your list, it's this one. It's Kanye Power. Oh, yeah, yeah, When this comes on, this part here, like, whatever I'm doing, it elevates about 20%. I just like the cadence of this. Hey, hey. 20, in the 21st century, doing something mean to him. Like, to me, that's the one. It's a good tempo, too. That If I'm riding the bike or if I'm running, Kanye Power is, for me, the song. Amy, what about you? I have more of a current jam, and I don't know that it has a great workout tempo, but it just gets me in a good mood, and it's Justin Bieber Peaches. That's a good, though. I'll listen to a playlist sometimes when I'm working out, and this comes on. And then I have a peach after the workout, and it makes me feel better. <laughs> No, that's a good one. That's a good one, though. Yeah, that's it. Eddie? I don't really work out, but lately I've been training for this walk, so I've been listening to some Bob Marley, a little jamming. Oh, it's just chill, you know? I tell you, I I don't like Bob Marley. Controversial opinion. (laughs) Yeah, unpopular opinion. Yeah, I just, it all sounds the same to me. This is not going to pump me up. To me, this is like, just like, it's more of not quick workout fast. It's very slow, and I can do this for an hour. But, right, like you do... What does you, right? That does <laughs> yeah. you good, this kind of music. I just, I, I can't, the Bob Marley, I have three songs in, I don't know the difference yeah. in songs. But that's just because I'm not cultured in oh, it. Oh, you're I, saying I, they all sound the same. Exactly. <laughs> I also, I know I'm too dumb to get it. Uh-huh. I don't get dance music sometimes either. Oonce, 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 oonce. Song changes, I, it's the same song, different song. That's just because I'm not cultured in it. Oh man, this is like a state of mind. I love it. But like unpopular opinion, I don't think Bob Marley's that good. Yeah, you hear that? America's going boo. I know, and that's okay. That's okay. Neil Young? Eh. Ooh, he's good too. I love Neil Young. Eh. Beyonce? Eh. What? Yeah, I'm kind of. I'm not obsessed with Beyonce like some other of her stuff. Are. I like, but yeah. you know, but I'm not supposed to. What are you gonna say next? Taylor Swift? Eh. No, she's no. Awesome. Taylor's great. Okay, good. Uh, who else is unpopular opinion? Creed? No, nope. eh. no. Creed's awesome. <laughs> I try to get you on that. Hey, Ray, what about you? When you're lifting, what do you do? Well, this was when I was running. This song came on. It's Hello by Pop Smoke, and I ran about twice as fast. Hello, iced out. Hello, I'm the king of New York. Mellow, black hair by the Regis Apello. Ice around, know me. When I'm working out, it's mostly all hip-hop stuff. Maybe I'll trickle in some Brothers Osborne stuff, but I need that aggressive beat if I'm hitting it. Almost no country stuff. Too slow. Unless it's Brothers Osborne. I just need... Or it's hip-hop stuff. Mostly, though, I'll go... I'll I'll put on iHeartRadio the 90s hip-hop playlist. And then I'll I'll do a lot of that 90s stuff. Because, see, I like to... I like to feel... You know, young and fit. You should again. dabble with a little bit of boot scooting boogie and Chattahoochee, man. Good tempos on those. Mm. No? I need to get pumped <laughs> up. <laughs> Morgan, what about you when you're at the gym? Oh, it's Take It All Back by Judah and the Lion. That's, That's a good one. Hype up. Oh, That's this is good. Eddie, I didn't know you didn't listen to workout music. I wouldn't ask you this question. I mean, I just don't work out a lot, but I have been lately. Take it all Walking? Back. 
walking, man. Do you appreciate the mall walkers even more now? Yes. Yes, because you don't realize how fast they're walking. They're not doing a stroll in the park. They're power walking, and that's that's harder than you think. Do you think about weights? Do you walk with weights at all? No. Training? No. You're Should just, I? You're just days away. Yeah. Should I carry around some weights? Maybe. What you're supposed to do is create an environment to where when you really are performing, that it's easier than when you're training. Yeah. Like, like you train harder on. than you're performing. Which are oh. you training carrying a backpack? Because you are going to no. be carrying a backpack. No. I haven't even thought about that. Oh, my. This is not. He, is this training? He's just like, I think today I'm going to go walk five miles. My wife did you, say you have that. have no plan. But at least his feet are getting kind of ready. 11 days yes. out until Eddie walks yes. from West Virginia to Tennessee. Yeah, my wife said she's going to get me one of those belts, you know, like the the, bas- the back braces that the cart people at the grocery store have. And I'm like, I don't think I need that. She's like, no, your back I is I would take weak. everything possible. I'd have too much. You'd, it'd be better not to use it than to need it and not have it. Okay. So right. t- take it all. <laughs> but today you need to train with a backpack on. Okay. Put something in the backpack yes, or just sucker. the backpack? Like whatever you're going to have in there, it needs oh to weigh, boy. not an empty backpack. I think Bobby's right. You create an environment for yourself where you've gone up like ankle weights, maybe like three pound weights in your hand, weight, something in, on your back. I'm and that way, like the old you- <laughs> ladies that walk around with the weights I, in there. Whatever. Okay. I walk with weights. You're 10 days out. Right. That's like I said. <laughs> You're 10 days out from the walk. Oh, boy. Not 11. All right. All right. Hey, thank you for that, Heather. We gave you some some songs there. You, there's a list for you to put onto your list. Uh, I mean, all that's good except Bob Marley. Yeah. Hey, come be, on. I'm just being honest there. Maybe when you cool down. All right. That's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Morgan, if they want to email us, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. We were talking about old movies last week and Amy... Eddie, neither had seen Old Yeller. And I was like, you guys got to watch Old Yeller. So they had two weeks to watch the movie. Eddie, you have to watch it tonight or tomorrow. Yes, I'll watch it tonight. No problem. But you have to leave the room for three minutes as Amy reviews okay, it. Okay, <laughs> I'll get out of here. Because I don't right want now. her to spoil it for you. Oh, right. yeah. Does he, you don't know what happens? No, I have no I, idea. I didn't either, but yeah. now I do. Okay, Eddie, you have to go. Okay. So Eddie's leaving the room, and we're going to review Old Yeller because... There is. A, it's okay to spoil it just because it, the movie's been from out. from the 50s? 50 or the book was from 1970 <laughs> years ago. 50 something. So you watch Old Yeller. Black and white or color? It color ish. <laughs> it's mm. that, early stages it's of early adding color. Early stages of color. I think I probably would have enjoyed the book more, maybe. Okay. <sighs> What'd you think about it? It's de- very depressing and sad and <laughs> awful. About a dog. And but was the movie good? It's fine. It's fine. I think I would have enjoyed the book better. I'm just going to say that. I, that was a little slow at times. Ugh. Drug out. Things that I think were supposed to be exciting scenes. I was like, what? It's the 50s or 60s, Amy. I know. I know. I know. It's cute. Sorry, they didn't the have hovercrafts. And the dog. So yeah. cute. And then, yeah, then you get to the part where the dog gets bit by a rabid wolf and gets rabies and starts freaking out on the family. And then the little boy has to step up and like push his mom out of the way and take the gun. He's like, I'll do it, mom. And he has to shoot his own dog. I was like, this is the most traumatic thing ever. It's awful. It's awful. Awful. (laughs) I am not emotionally in a place to watch something like that or have to take it in. It was too much. I couldn't believe it. And, you know, it made me think back. Uh, I My boyfriend in college, like, had a dog that, you know, was had bit some people. Like, it got real bad. And it was going to have to get put down anyway. And he was like, I don't know if he'd, like, 
freaking watched Old Yeller. I never knew that that's what Old Yeller was about. And he had a ranch. Like, I don't know what, why he felt like he had to do it. But he did that. He shot his own dog. I mean, and it messed with him mentally for years. Like, I remember watching him be super emotional about it. And I'm like, ugh. ugh." What do you rate it? Uh, uh, How do you rate a movie like that? Don't watch it. That's how I (laughs) rate it. I mean, I guess (laughs) one star. One Uh, one dog. I mean, obviously, it's a classic tale. But Uh, what in the world? Like, what? What traumatic thing did that author go through that felt like they needed to put that? I mean, maybe they had to shoot their own dog. 1957. Mm -hmm. It's a drama for kids and family. No, it's not for kids. It's on Disney Plus, by the way. It's It's, not for kids. It's an hour and 23 minutes long, so not a long movie. No. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics and 79 from the audience. And you give it what percentage? 1%. 1%. Listen, there was a part where the old yeller got uh, attacked by uh, hogs. And I thought that that was how he was going to die. Because, I, again, I didn't know. I just knew that he died, but I didn't know how. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he's dying death by hogs. And, and I thought that was tragic. Like, it was oh. awful to see him getting eaten by mm-hmm. hogs. No, it's worse than that. Later on in the movie, he gets bit <laughs> by a wolf. And then he gets rabies. And then his owner, which is a kid, has to shoot him. Oh, spare yourself. I'm sorry you even had to listen to me recap it. Yeah, it sucks. All it's right. the worst. I know. I'm glad you guys watched it. I thought it Marley oh. and Me was the saddest dog movie ever. Ooh, it's that's not. A tough one, too. I don't know. This that's is pretty a tough. tough. One. No. My dog is... skips tough, too. I don't think anything's as tough as. Oh, Yeller? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll let Eddie review it. He'll watch review it tomorrow the next day. Just put he... a, hey, put a smile back on your face. <laughs> and just be like, it's just <laughs> it's amazing. So hey, fake him out. Okay. Okay. Just, uh. just, and just be like, oh, five, I give him five puppies. Okay. okay here, here comes Eddie walking back down the hall, who will be watching it soon. Like, I'm in therapy hey, for enough right now, and I'm pretty sure that Old Yeller is going to come up in a therapy session for me. There he is. It's so good. Old Yeller. I can't wait to hear your review. I'm actually looking forward to it. Yeah, you should be. So, can I watch this with my kids? Yeah. Okay. Look, it's listed as a kids and family drama. Yeah, they're going to love it. From 1957, 100% positive on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. For on the critics, and then like 79 from the viewer. Mm-hmm. The, okay, so the critics, I mean, they know what they're talking yeah, about. Like I don't he, know if that's true or not. Like, get popcorn and candy, it's okay. good. But here's what Amy didn't like. It's color, but barely color, like from but black and he white. he loves old movies. Yeah, I do. That. So what is it, 1960s? 1957. Oh, I love that. Okay. Mm. Cannot wait. Let us know what happens tomorrow, tomorrow next day. You got it. A couple days. Do I have to buy this? No, it's on Disney Plus. You have Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Got it. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. I love that. It's even better. All right. And by the way, Breaking Bobby Bones on Disney Plus July 2nd. Woo! People are asking what brought it up. Bobby Bones Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. The CMT Music Awards were last night, and here are the big winners. Carrie Underwood won Video of the Year with John Legend for their collab on Hallelujah. Gabby Barrett won Female Video of the Year, and Kane Brown won Male Video of the Year. You can see the full list of winners at bobbybones.com. Kelsey Ballerini performed a collaboration with Lainey at the CMT Awards for the first time and then dropped the song. It's called I Quit Drinking. Brian Kelly announced he's releasing two new songs called Highway on the Water and Songs for You, as well as two music videos tomorrow. He also teased a big announcement coming. 
I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Jonathan Carlisle is an Amazon delivery driver in Ohio, and he was like, man, I'm not going to get that COVID vaccine. I don't need it. I'm good. And then he sees, hey, we're giving away a million dollars a week to someone that gets the vaccine. He's like, hey, you know what? Give me that shot in the arm. And he got a call on Wednesday from the mayor. He won a million dollars. What? He got Amazing. it because of the lottery drawing. Wow. Yeah. And then won the lottery. Yeah, I guess the governor calls him and says, hey, you won. And he governor said, or mayor? You got, we got uh, two well, guys here. I thought they were the same person. <laughs> no. The no. governor is bigger than the mayor, huh? That's true. Yes. And the governor called him and said, hey, you won. And he said he about lost it. That's I mean, crazy. he got it because of it. Amazing. Yeah, he won a million dollars for all getting a vaccine. A oh. I should where, make it tax-free, too. Where was that from again? You say all you Ohio. got was a donut? Yes, oh. I got the vaccine. I got a Krispy Kreme donut. And you also get to go and live with well, decent that's, health. That's true, yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Nathaniel in Kentucky is on the phone. Nathaniel, how are you, bud? I'm good. How are you, sir? Pretty good. What can I do for you? Hey, so um, I'm going to be taking my CDL permit test in about two weeks. I know that you took yours for breaking Bobby Bones, and I was just going to see if you have any advice for me or anything that tripped you up. Yeah, all of it did. I'd never even been in a truck when I took mine. I think that was the problem with mine was they were like, hey, go study for this test, learn all this stuff, then go take it. And I was like, I've never even been in an 18-wheeler, like one time. And they were like, yeah, don't worry about it. So I just had to memorize word combinations. I didn't know what some of this stuff was. You ever been in a truck before, Nathaniel? Um, I've driven box trucks, but not 18-wheelers. There are like gears and brakes and air brakes. And for me, I would say just don't expect to pass it the first time. You'll learn so much more when you take it the first time and don't pass and then go back again two weeks later and do it again. So don't have your heart broken whenever you don't pass it the first time. I hope you do. But for me, heck, I didn't pass one of my tests the first time. I had to go back and do it again. And I feel like I, I'm good at taking tests. So is it you have to pass or like you lose your job or something? Or do you have a couple times that you can take it? Um, I have a few times I can take it, but the quicker I get it, the quicker I move up. Yeah, I get it. Don't put that pressure on yourself. It's going to be tough. Maybe you have an advantage because you've been in a big truck before, even though not an 18-wheeler. I still haven't seen that episode that I, the 18-wheeler episode that I've done. So Are you, there's, they showed some preview and you were getting on the highway and I'm nervous already. Yeah, that's, I haven't that's even it. Seen it. I haven't seen that episode. <laughs> uh, this week <laughs> on Sunday night at 10, 9 central on Nat Geo, I am a, a, a commercial diver, which I'm wearing 100 pounds of equipment on the ocean floor. It was really scary. It's one of the best episodes. It's one of the, because the girl I'm with has a crazy inspiring story. And then I'm welding where I probably burned myself nine times. Oh, At one time, I'll tell you the spoiler, they have to shoot water on me. Because you were, like, catching on fire? Yeah, my shirt caught on fire. Oh, boy. So that's this Sunday on Nat Geo. But, Nathaniel, you got this. I would do uh, – I, I went and took tests on the Internet. There are apps you can download for free, and they give you tests. Just take every kind of test you can take. And then l- let us know how you do, all right, man? That's my best advice. Go search out tests and take the tests and see how you do there. That's what I did. All right, man. All right. Thank you so much, Bobby. See, see you, bud. Good luck. It's a rough world out there on the mean streets of an 18-wheeler. Mm-hmm. It's time for Elder versus Millennial. It's Eddie, the oldest on our show, versus Morgan, number two, the youngest on our show, answering questions about each other's generation. They each get three questions. So far this season, Morgan's up two to zero. Let's meet the competitors. Here we go. Up first, he's the dad of four. I call him the Hispanic who don't panic. He's the guy who always smiles. And in 10 days, he's walking 100 miles. Hey, it's hey, producer Eddie. Yeah. I like that. 
his opponent. She runs all of our digital. She likes to party on the weekend, and now she has a new mysterious boyfriend. <laughs> That's right. Morgan number two. Where was the rhyme there? Weekend the boyfriend. Weekend. Uh, I, I do Eminem style there. Okay. It's been words sometimes. Boyfriend. If I rap in it. Weekend. Yeah, it's like, boyfriend. here I am hanging on the weekend, doing the thing, doing it with my little boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that works. Okay, uh, let's go, Eddie. Here are your three questions. Come on. Eddie, you are 42 years old. Yes, I am. These are questions that Morgan should know who's in her 20s. Okay. This was the theme song to what 2000s Nickelodeon show. I will play it for you now. Oh, this is easy. I mean, that is Miley Cyrus singing that, so that's Hannah Montana. That's incorrect. Oh. Morgan, do you know what theme song that is? I don't know. I'm, I'm taking a shot in the dark here that is Victorious. It is Zoe 101. Yes. And that is Jamie Lynn Spears singing the song. Oh. Eddie. Come on. In the movie, 10 Things I Hate About You, what song does Patrick serenade Cat with? Ten things I hate about you. Is that Matthew McConaughey? You're not going to answer that? Okay. Um, In the movie, Ten Things I Hate About You, what song does Patrick serenade Cat with? I'm B- gonna, big scene. I'm going to guess, um, I love you, baby. I love you, baby. What would you say the song? The song? I love you, baby. Mike? No. Morgan? I mean, you're right on the song. That's the song? But I don't know what the title Get is. Get out. Dang, I was just get messing around. Like, really? Is it just I love you? I just said that. No, you said I love you, baby. Oh. Is that your answer? I love you. Incorrect. What is it? If you remember, he goes up to the press box, gets the microphone, yeah. and is singing on the bleachers. Maybe I have seen that movie. It's called Can't Take My Eyes Off You. Oh, can't I take my eyes Wow. And then the band comes. It's a whole thing. Oh, man. So it was somewhere in my brain. I just, I guess I just didn't know. You've got no points so far, Eddie. Thank you. No, not, that wasn't good. No, no, I know. (laughs) (laughs) That was not a compliment. All right, here we go. What are the names of the four main characters on Sex and the City? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to go with four. I have to come up with four names on this one. So Sarah Jessica Parker, she, her name is uh, Gail, <laughs> and then Sarah, Gail, Jenny, yeah, and Pam. Okay, you went over four. Wow, Morgan. I have Carrie, oh, Carrie, Samantha, Miranda. What is the last one? Hold on. Oh my gosh, this is going to make me so angry. Come on. Three seconds. Dang it, it's not Monica. Why is Monica in my head? Time. You know, oh, yes. It is Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah. Dang it. She got the other three right? Yeah. yeah. She missed Charlotte. Uh, no points for either one of you. Woo! Let's go. All I have to do is get one, Eddie. Yeah, yeah, but I can steal. But he could steal one later, you know? Uh, here we go. Morgan, these are your questions. What 1983 Tom Cruise film 
featured the song Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger. And here is a clip of the song. What 1983 Tom Cruise movie? Oh, you're doing it with this your hands. This is when he slides in, right? Okay. In his boxers. Possibly. I know the scene. Possibly. I want to say, and I don't know if it's correct, but I want to say it's Misery Business, but I don't know if that's the right title. I can so picture, oh, Misery Business. Misery Business is a song by Paramore. <laughs> wow. That is not right. Eddie? Yeah, that's risky business. Oh, risky. It's like when Morgan was talking about Iconic as Alanis Morissette song, and it was yeah. ironic. We were like, you're so close. Good. Eddie got a point with the risky Ooh. business. Okay. That was the right scene, though, right? Yes. Do the little... Mm-hmm. Okay. Morgan, what was the first name of Alyssa Milano's character on Who's the Boss? And for reference, here is the Who's the Boss theme song. Alyssa Milano's character, her first name. Three more two. Round the train. Kate. And that's the end was you. We're singing, Morgan. Give us a break here. Uh, what do you say it is? I've never seen it before, so Kate. Kate. That's incorrect. <laughs> Eddie, you can win the whole competition here if you know Alyssa Milano's character's first name. Bones, I believe her name is Sam. Sam is correct. Yeah! Ah! Woo! Hey, is- don't be so disappointed, man. That is correct. No, that's great. Uh, you, here, here's the final one. Morgan, see if you would have got that. In 1985, what concert raised $127 million for relief in Africa? Would you have known that, Morgan? No. Um, the Beatles? The Beatles. What concert? Oh, like a Beatles concert. Yeah. yeah. In 85? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no concept whatsoever. I, I think John Lennon died in 81 or yeah, something. Yeah, he was dead by then. Yeah. Um, Eddie? Ooh, I don't, I mean, uh, Band-Aid? Live Aid. You Dang, were so yeah. close. You basically oh. went misery business on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but there is our winner, Eddie, everybody. Yeah! Gets a point. What's that score, Bones? It's two to one now. You do have one. Oof. Nice job. Thank you. If you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know that Lunchbox loves calling 911. It's like he looks for reasons to hit those three buttons. And you had to do it again yesterday. Yes. I'm driving in the car, roll up to a four-way stop about 7 p.m., and the car to my right is honk, 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 just laying on the horn. And I'm like, huh. And I roll through the intersection, it keeps honking. I'm like, that's not right. So I reverse, pull up next to the car, and I say, is everything okay here? Who was in the car? What would you see? Uh, I just saw a woman in the car. And I was like, what's going on? And that's when a guy comes around the side of the car, and he has the keys in his hand. And he's like, you're going to drive me home right now. You're going to drive me home right now. And I'm like, ma'am, are you okay? Are you okay? And she opens the door, and she is visibly crying, upset. And she goes, will you please call in my tags? So she's saying, please. What does that mean, calling my tags? Like, her report license. her license plate to the police so they can track the car or whatever. Dang. And the guy was like, are you serious? He's like, we're fine here, ma'am. We're just having a disagreement. And I'm like. He called you ma'am? No, man. Oh, okay. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. She looks pretty upset. And he goes, no, no, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. 
And then he goes and he has the key. So she's she's in the driver's seat. So he had ripped the keys out of the ignition. And so she can't lock the door because he has the keys. She's obviously scared. She asked me to call in her plates. So I said, you know what? I'm your man. Do do do. 911, what's your emergency? Uh, yes, ma'am, I got a domestic dispute here. Oh, uh, you use those words. Absolutely. I probably thought you were a cop. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> we're at the corner of 14th and whatever. And I said, oh, the guy's getting back in the car now. They're driving away. I said, we're headed east. And then I followed them. Oh, boy. And I'm giving a play-by-play to 911. I'm like, oh, they just ran a stop sign. Oh, they just ran a red light. What? Oh, yeah, so I had to run a stop sign. I had to run a red no, light. No, you didn't have to run yes, a red light and a stop because, sign. <laughs> listen, listen, this lady's life is in danger. I don't know what's going on. She's obviously scared, and so we are going. I'm like, we're passing the Publix. Oh, we're taking a left onto uh, this road. Oh, now we're going 65 north. We're on the highway. I'm on the phone with 911 for 17 minutes. Wow. What? They let you. They wanted you to do this. Well, the lady Wait, why said, did you— why? She probably was like, sir, be He's safe. Just calling back. I think we got disconnected. <laughs> no, no. The lady was like, like, she was like, you're not, are you directly behind them? Give them some space. I'm like, oh, no, no. There are a couple cars ahead. And then I'm like, all right, now they're doing this. And she goes, sir, I'm going to need to advise you to stop following them now. And I said, okay, okay. And I said, so the cop's going to be here? She goes, sir, we have done the dispatch. You've done what you can. I said, okay, this is the exit they're passing. 17 minutes on the phone with 911, no cop ever came. But how long until she said stop following them? At what minute? 15. So for 15 minutes, they wanted you to follow the car? Well, she said it at like 12, and then okay, I get- Okay, it keeps going back. Uh-huh. Now. Uh-huh. She started the conversation with it. <laughs> no, no, no. She, at 12 minutes, she was like, okay, you, you, you need to stop following them. And then she kept saying, okay, now what are you passing? Now what are you- So I was like, I'm oh. getting confusing signals here. So I kept following, and then after 17 minutes, she was like- I, I heard that you, I think there's a kid in your car. I said, yeah, I got both kids and a oh pregnant wife. Lunchbox. Okay. You had a family? I had my family in the car. What did your wife say? She was like, stay back a little bit. Stay back a little bit. She was a little nervous. But guys, what am I supposed to do? But I, my question is, after 17 minutes, where are the police? Why did they never pull them over? This woman was crying and told me to call in her plates because she was scared for her life. And they never came. What's the bigger story here? We have three here. I'm hoping eventually they came. The domestic dispute on the side of the road, guy, girl, right? That that is yeah. a situation. Second one is lunchbox is chasing him with his full family in the car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two young kids, pregnant wife, and he's just like, "All right, I'm on him." Or three, the fact that he chased them for 17 minutes, you know, trying to. I think you want you probably wanted to be a hero in some way, right? Oh, I wanted to make sure she was okay because she was terrified. The woman was terrified. She had so this was mostly about that, honestly. But also, I mean, uh, I could have been this, the hero. What was this mostly about? Just be for real. Was, I, it, I, was it mostly about you helping her or getting on the news? Helping and getting on the news. Like, just think if I save someone. <laughs> like, I mean, how amazing would that it's be? A good story. It is a good story. Yeah. It's a feel good story, and you know, we would be doing it. Tell me something good. And what's the goal with you getting on the news? Like what? What does that mean to you? Man, that's just a status symbol. Like you can tell your friends, you can post that <laughs> oh, clip on no. Facebook, and everybody like, "Oh my gosh, that's so cool!" And hey. you look, you look like a hero. But I mean, it was crazy. It, it was an intense situation. What are you gonna say? I mean, I, well, he's on the radio every day, so bigger than the news. Like it's who watches the news? But I guess he's got the it's the hero part of being on the news. Yeah, but you do it's come probably on the here. sharing that you were on the news more than just being on the news. Right. Yeah, it's also that. 
Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, what was it like? You know, and then, oh, oh. They, what, you know, what's it like to be a hero? Well, you know what I mean? It feels pretty good. You know, it's a lot of pressure being a hero. Everybody looks at you <laughs> differently, but, you know, someone's got to do it. Not all heroes wear capes. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you want to actually throw I, that into the story? That's the line I want yeah, to use on quote. the news. That's my, I, I've saved it. What you should do is go, you know, not all heroes wear capes, but then you pull a cape out of your back pocket Ooh. and put it on and go, and this one does. And then oh! you oh! And you, like do the double switch up. And then you fly off. Well, no, that's hard to do. Oh, okay. Well, at yeah. least maybe he could run. That's tough. Run and then like throw a smoke bomb and then, <laughs> and then walk away. <laughs> you could be the smoke bandit. But you don't know how it ended up. No, they, but so, I mean, was it bad that I did? I, I, I thought I did something. It wasn't bad. It's not bad, but I mean, I, now I'm worried. I don't know that I would have chased them with a pregnant wife and two kids in the car. Yeah, because that guy, I mean, we hear about people pulling out guns all the time. Like, who knows how to teach. I get that you wanted to help her, and I think you should have called 911, but like you were putting your family in danger because if he were to be in a, you never know what that guy's willing to do. Overall, we give you a thumbs up. Yeah. Good job yeah. by you. I mean, and I was worried I was going to get pulled over running stop signs and red you lights. You shouldn't be running stop signs and red lights. You're putting other people at risk. Other people's lives at risk. Well, I mean. What I, do you say to that? I make calculated risks. Like, I'd look. I'm he like, assessed the situation. I assessed, and I was like, there's no car that, boom, go. Do you boom. trust an assessment, though, from a guy trying to get on the news? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I hope that they ended up okay. I do. I mean, I have no idea. I, I've checked the news, and I haven't seen any news stories. That's what I was worried about. Like, I was like, after 17 minutes, come on, guys. And they never came, but. Woo, and I wanted to keep going, but that 911 operator was pretty insistent on me stopping. Well, good job. We will say good job to you. You want to call me something else? Mm. We don't. Mm-hmm. No? Mm-mm. You're a good guy. We'll call you You that. don't want to call me something else? I don't want to use Starts the H with, word right nah, here. Come on, that you. H word. Come on, it's a big word. <laughs> Here's a voicemail from Michael in New York City. I was just wondering, now that concerts are starting back up, if uh, we're going to see the Raging Idiots in person anytime soon. Thanks, Bobby. Huge fan. We are doing two shows. We are doing Bobby Fest in New Braunfels, Texas, between Austin and San Antonio. And we are doing a show in Wichita, Kansas. And it's The Raging Idiots. It's Russell Dickerson. It's Maddie and Tay. More acts to be named later. But it is a festival. It's an all-day festival. So right now, just those two shows in two places that are sort of in the middle of the country, two places we love. So right now, that's just it. But we'd love for you to come September 4th and 5th, I think. That's Saturday and Sunday of Labor Day weekend. And so come to the show. It's going to be just so much fun. You can hear us play Grandma song. Yeah, live. Yeah, in live. In the flesh. In the, in the ugh, that's is, that, gross. is that not good? <laughs> uh, so, but that's it for now. Tickets at RagingIdiots.com. But we're mostly excited to go back to concerts more than anything. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a surgeon was branding patients' livers with his initials. Pretty sure we talked about this a while ago. And obviously he was suspended for this. But they concluded now that, well, he was still doing a good job, even though, yeah, he shouldn't have been putting his initials on their organs. He's now free to practice again. I'm okay with that. Let's look at his body of work. And let's see if the initials actually hurt anything. I'll say, quote, there was no impact whatsoever on the quality of his clinical outcomes. If someone built me a house and I go and I'm having to do a little work inside the house and I see underneath the flooring... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that that Chuck Chuck Wilson put a CW down in the bottom of a piece the of architect? wood. The architect, the builder, the builder. Okay, I'd be like, dang, Chuck crushed this house. Great job, buddy. I'm glad you put that down there. 
But what's going to happen now is every doctor, once this gets through, the do- every doctor's going to be like, well, I'm going to sign the heart now. And it- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is kind of And as long shady. as you do a good job, sign away. All right. Yeah. Well, in, in case people didn't hear us talk about the original story, he was using a surgical laser to burn his autograph into patients' organs. Hilarious. But also not cool. It wasn't hurting anybody. It wasn't, it's but not, you can't do it's it. It's not not cool, though. I kind of like it. No, I mean, I get it. I don't think I would be mad. I'm I'm wondering, like, who... I'm wondering if he chuckled to himself as he's doing it. <laughs> but, like, I'm wondering what's going on in his head like, man. They got to get, a, you know, Surgeon Johnson's in it. <laughs> and then he underlines it. And that's that's hilarious. If he did it to you, you don't know it. So no. if someone in the OR had to uh, tattle on him. And you know what? Snitches get stitches. And then whoever puts those stitches in to sign the inside of the, <laughs> the, the wound. <laughs> Okay, so I have the top (laughs) things that your server or waiter just does not want to hear. So first of all, they don't want to hear you say, why do I have to wear a mask in here? And then when it comes to them wearing a mask, they don't need you reminding them about it. The restaurant I go to all the time just lost their masks for the first time. Oh, we don't do them? And I've been there for a year. No, they lost theirs. What does that mean? They lost? The serving staff's not wearing their masks anymore. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't recognize some of them. They had weird faces. Oh. And and I know them all through their eyes because we go there at least once a week. And they were like, hey, what's happening? I'm like, who are you? That is not your mouth. What did you do to my friend that just had eyes? (laughs) That is weird, man. One of them had a beard. It freaked me out. Give me a couple more of those. Uh, I know you sanitized the table, but can I get some more sanitation wipes to just make sure you did a good job? Yeah, BYOS on that. They they don't want to hear that. And then uh, the worst thing, it's not pandemic related. It's just in general. I know you're about to close, but can I still order this? They say that that's one of the top things they do not like I waited tables. I didn't mind that. If we're not if we're not past hours, it is your job to buy whatever you want. Just tip me. Yeah. That's it. All right, one more. Okay, so Trisha and Garth Brooks have said, well, at least Trisha is saying that they would consider hosting their own talk show. And they recently guest hosted for Ellen back in late May. They had a great time. The only problem is they would not want to have to go out to LA to do anything. They would have to do it right here in Nashville. Yeah, I think it's a Trisha only thing. I don't think Garth wants to host a talk show. You don't think so? Yeah, and I saw Trisha talking about the story. She goes, I would do a talk show from from Nashville. I just wouldn't go to L.A. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think Garth's involved in the talk show. He did go fill in on Ellen, but I don't think Garth is is up for doing a talk show. (laughs) Oh, okay. I don't know. What I read said that she's open to the possibility of hosting a show with husband Brooks. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this guy, Derek, is about 20-something years old, mid-20s, and he's like, you know what? I want to go to college, but he's currently a janitor at an elementary school. Well, the faculty there helped him map out a college plan so that he could keep his day job being the janitor at the school and then go to night school and get his degree. And he just completed it. He's 26 years old, uh, no longer going to be a janitor because he's now been hired as a PE assistant because he wants to eventually be a physical education teacher. But he's got to continue more education at Auburn University. Wow. Well, two things are really cool about this. One, that they helped him. Yeah. Like schedule it out. His fellow faculty. Yeah. Like he mm-hmm. had a job, but they're like, hey, let's help you out. We want to help you. Yeah. And then two, hopefully someone like Lunchbox can see this. We've been talking about him calling. He has one class left to graduate college. Three hours. That's it. You, That's it. This, this guy just finished it. Yeah, I know. I, I understand that. And, and people like this, I read this, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But some people have a lot more time than I do. And they have, a, listen, I already got a job. People go to college to get a job and get a degree because you want to get employed. 
Look what I've, I've been here for like 50 he had years. A job too, what, right? if, what about after this? Though? Yeah, he had a job. But like, what if what if things change here and eventually then you have to go out and get a different job? Oh, you're in trouble, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's I think about question. that for like a lot of us. Like, what do we do? <laughs> I, mean, I, I haven't really thought that far in advance. I don't think about the future, like what could happen. I think about, I try to live in the now. I got a job right now. So we're just we're riding that wave. Yeah. Sore losers, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we get about 600 listens a week. So. <laughs> <laughs> and if you translate that to dollars, oh, uh, it's about, six, well, $600 a week, but you split that by three. That's yeah, two. Yeah, it's not a lot of that's money, man. That's <laughs> tough. That's tough. That's tough. Anyway, two parts here. One, that's awesome and good for his, his fellow faculty. And then two, Lunchbox in here that's going to be motivated to finish his one class. Just to your, to your kids, like finish what you started. I mean, my kids don't even know what college is. It means nothing to them if not I graduate yet. college. It might. It might. And I, I don't know. I can't remember if I said his name, but shout out Derek Harris. And he was a janitor at Wakuchi Elementary School. Interesting. I don't know if <laughs> you, I, did you say that right? I don't know. That's what it says. And I was thinking if I was in elementary school and that's where I went, like that would be funny. Mike, is that really the name of that school? Wakuchi? Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, that's funny too. All right. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here's a voicemail we got last night from Kate in Nashville. Good morning, studio. I was just calling to see if Bobby is worried that Eddie is not going to fit into his tux for the wedding day because he was worried about that back when he was doing the Matthew McConaughey diet. And now that he's walking so much to train for his walk from West Virginia to Tennessee, is he worried that he's not going to fit into his tux? All right. Thanks for answering. Uh, Ten days out from Eddie's walk, by the way. Yes. From West Virginia to Tennessee, just like George Strait said. And I have been training a lot, so that's what she's referring to. You know, I get it, but you lost a bunch of weight eating weird stuff. Like 20. 20 pounds. And then you put on a few pounds. Like five, between five and seven. And now I think you'll walk off a few of that five to seven. I think you're going to kind of be back to normal. And I think it's cool that she's worried... She's wondering if you're worried that I'm going to get too skinny. Like, that's cool to me. I've never had that oh, problem Oh, I thought life. it was the other way. I thought... No, because she says, like, mm-hmm. I lost all that weight. I got fitted, and then now I'm walking more, so she thinks I'm going to go down to, like, 140. No, I don't think it is going to get too skinny. I don't think so either. I think I still worry about him doing Getting the opposite. a little plump. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do like the, the pizza and the cheeseburgers. We still have a ways to go before the wedding, and you already have your suit, but they can let it out a little bit if they need to. They, they won't. Don't worry. Are you sure? Daddy's taking care of that. Okay. I'm watching my diet. It's weird when you call yourself daddy, daddy. but okay. I have four kids. <laughs> it's now time for the investigative morning corny. Now, what's going to happen here is Amy's going to give us the morning corny, but we have 90 seconds to figure it out. Team, are you ready? Ready. Ready. Eddie, Lunchbox, myself. We have 90 seconds. Amy, ready with the joke? Ready. All right, here we go. <laughs> the morning corny. What's grandma's name that's 80% Irish? What's grandma's name that's 80% Irish? Hmm. Go. Lunchbox is Irish, so. I'm Irish. Clover? Clover the Hill? Grandma's name. Is it, it's like her name, Amy? Is yeah, we're looking her name. for her name? 80% Irish. What's that? Lucky Charms? I- Leprechaun? Iris? Oh. Oh, Iris. But what does that have to do with that? That's 80% because three. No, oh, 80% of the word Irish. Oh. Yeah. Boom. That's B- it. Grandma's name is 80% Irish, and Iris is four fifths of Irish. Come that's on. it. But that's like a riddle. Is I mean, that, I was... That's like what you do in some sort of like fancy pants. We 
or college educated teachers. Yeah. Eddie, I don't know how oh, you this, came with the iris. This is like a college corny. That was yeah, this is, that yeah. was intense. It's investigative though. I know, but that, anyway, what you, you guys it. think that's the that's answer? That's it. Okay. The end. You want to plug something real quick, Eddie? You have, we have 30 seconds. <laughs> you can always go to my Instagram. I'm trying to work on TikTok at producer Eddie. Come Watch on, Bob, follow me. Plug something? Uh, yeah, listen to us on the Sore Losers if you're bored. If you get done with this show and you need something to listen to, we're funny. And then you can uh, check out Breaking Bobby. We have 20 seconds left. <laughs> go, go. Breaking Bobby Bones on Sunday night on Nat Geo at, at uh, 10 9 Central. I will be doing commercial diving in a 100 pound suit <laughs> on the ocean floor. You'll love this one. And I will be welding. I had to go and weld with a guy who was in the military, and and they had to shoot me with a water with a water hose because I caught myself on fire at one point. So oh. that'll be at ten nine central on Nat Geo. Nice work. Five seconds left. Oh, five I seconds left. I am Radio Amy. <laughs> no, you don't get to plug. Oh, we why? figured it out way too early. <laughs> All right, hit that. <laughs> the morning corny. What do you call a grandma who is eighty percent Irish? What do you call a grandma who is eighty percent Irish? Oh, Irish. hey, Grandma Iris. Iris. Yeah. Not that funny, but still, we figured it out. We solved it. Yeah, go that ahead. wasn't pro- that wasn't a problem for us, guys. Let's do it. Full. Wait, what is it? Full eyes. <laughs> Clear eyes. <laughs> Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Good job. Good job. Thank you. On the phone right now, Danielle in North Carolina. Hi, Danielle. Morning, studio. Morning. What's going on? I was calling to get an update on the celebrity letters. I know that y'all aren't doing them until there is an update, but I actually sent some out and was going to check with y'all. Mm, okay. We will also do an update if you call and ask for an update. We're just not going to hit you in the face with, with no update anymore. But So Lunchbox sent three letters off as a seven-year-old. He sent one to Oprah, one to The Rock, and one to Carrie Underwood. That was two months ago? Two months ago. Any update? Yeah, the update is I haven't got anything back. Like, they don't care about their fans anymore. They don't have time. They don't check the mail, maybe. Maybe they're used to email, so they don't know what a mailbox is, and they don't know how to go check it, but not a thing. You see these stories about, oh, The Rock does this for these fans. Well, what about a seven-year-old fan in Nashville? Yeah. Hmm. Where's the story about what The Rock doesn't do? Yeah, mm, where's that? Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. So, no, nothing. My heart is starting to break. Danielle, you wrote letters to people yourself? We did. So we got married in May, and we actually sent out invitations with personalized letters at the end of December, early January. And The Rock was one of them, and Luke Bryan was one of them. We actually got something back from both of them. (gasps) Wow. Um, The Rock took until about March, so about three months, and it was a generic signature on a signed piece on his photograph. Um, For Luke Bryan, we actually got it a week before our wedding. And it was personalized to me and my husband and said, love y'all for it with a picture and Luke Bryan's signature. Wow. That's awesome. She got a, even for, so. the Luke thing I get, but the rock hits you guys back. When'd you send that out again? <laughs> um, it was end of December, early January. So also with all the mailing issues, it made it to them, but it was about the end of March, I believe, when we actually got something back. There's still hope. Hey, there's still hope. Maybe the rock's a good guy after all. Huh. We sent out 20 different ones. We sent one to the studio, too, oh. but um, oh, we only heard back from the two. Bones. <laughs> I didn't get anything. We didn't get it. Uh. Scuba Steve. And, and that's what I... I'm We're the rock. We're on here yelling at the rock. <laughs> oh, man. We all, listen, if someone sends me something, I sign it and send it back. If it's a book, mostly it's, I get books in here and I sign all the time. Scuba Steve, what do you have to say about this? I mean, we get a, we get a lot of things, all kinds of books and, and uh, wedding advice. Is this what she's talking about? No. What? Yeah, what did you send exactly, Danielle? Yep. It was a wedded invite and then a personalized letter just oh. stating how much we enjoy the show, oh. how much positivity y'all bring. We got that. Yeah, I have it right here. I was actually thinking about doing okay. a bit with it about Here's crashing Scuba. your wedding. Read some of it here. 
Well, let me make sure this is the right. I have Kelly and Brian. Is that you? No, that's not. That's okay. Nope, that's Sorry. not us. But, but she knows them. They're good people, too. Gotcha. Did, did we respond to Kelly and Brian? <laughs> no, no. For, if someone doesn't ask for something back, we don't just send oh, oh. unsolicited yeah, things back in the mail. But, we, yeah, we get the wedding invites. We can never go. But um, apparently Scuba was going to pitch a bit about going to one, though. <laughs> Where's that one, Scuba? Uh, this one is, oh, they have some pretty good food. they got some filet mignon, chicken parmesan. Oh. Uh, this one is in Pennsylvania. What are their names? This is for Kelly and Brian. And what town do they live in in Pennsylvania, does it say? East McKeesport. Hey, congratulations to that young couple. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe we send Ray and Bay. Oh, no. can you imagine? <laughs> that's that's the bit. They're the wedding crashers. Oh, man. Well, Danielle, thank you for sharing. What, what did you say, Danielle? I said Ray and Bay would have been accepted at ours. We had we were cutting loose and having a good time. No, well, listen, they were accepted at Mike D's. It oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just Ray asking the grandma to go back to the hotel. That you know, we had to bring that on the air. Well, thank you for the call. I hope you have a great day, and thank you for the uh, awesome. the update. And we gave you ours as well. All right, have a good one. Yes, thank you all so much. All right, bye-bye. Here's a voicemail we got last night from April, the truck driver. Morning, studio. I am in Kentucky right now. Let me tell you, the cicadas are crazy here. I just had to wash off the windshield for like the fourth time because I just keep killing them all. So, Raimundo, you are a little correct. They're not as bad as you said they would be, but they are here. So people are now starting to get hit with the cicadas a little bit. Here's a story. Cincinnati police say a cicada is responsible for a single car crash. While the driver sustained only minor injuries, the cicada did die. The cicada flew what? through an open window, hit the Wait, driver what? in the face. Wait, did they uh, the cicada died. Cicada death, yeah. Come on, guys. The cicada flew in the car as it was driving. And then they, the person freaked out driving and drove into a uh, telephone pole because a big fat bug popped uh, him in the face. Uh. Swarms, and this is in Cincinnati, have covered the eastern part of the United States. Where we are, we haven't been hit with them yet. No. And if you're listening in Portland or Seattle, you're probably all good. They're not going to kill you. Abby, speaking of bugs, our phone screener. Hey, Abby, I believe you were what, like driving a four-wheeler or something and a bug flew in your helmet. Yeah. Is that what happened? Yes. What were, so where were you? So we have land in Kansas, like in southeast Kansas, and there's like dirt roads and everything, and we have a four-wheeler. And on my birthday, or I was like 12 years old, and I was driving like really fast on the dirt road, and I don't do well with bugs in any situation at all. And so it flew into my helmet. I was going super fast and I like freaked out to get it out. And so I took my hands off the handlebars and I kind of went down a hill. And at that point it was kind of too late. I was scared if I like tried to get back on the road, I would like flip. So I just kept going and I ran into this. It was a barbed wire fence, basically like the gate part, the metal part. And I really don't remember. I just woke up underneath it and my helmet flew off like into the field and it was crazy. Yes, all because of that. I mean, you almost died. Yeah, yeah. You don't remember what happened? You just woke uh-uh. up on the ground. I was like underneath it. It was still on. Underneath what? Like, under the four-wheeler. It was like propped up on the gate. And it broke it. It completely like busted through the metal gate. We had to get a new one. Any broken bones? Uh, I almost broke my collarbone. Yeah. I was like bleeding. and All was... because of a bug flying yeah. in your helmet. Yeah. I mean, if a cicada flew in my car while I was driving... That would, would be tough. Freak out too. You would? Mm-hmm. I'd only got wrecked, but I would probably slow down and try to pull over. Because they're not going to hurt you. But they're huge. Sure. It's, it's I like, mean, it's the size of a big marble. Like it's. A, I guess maybe I'm so freaked ball. out because Ray told me they're going to kill me. Right. <laughs> but still, if a big golf ball flies in your car and it's still flying around. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. That would be, that, that, that could cause you to wreck. 
Some girls mm. that grew up in my neighborhood, they were driving to school one morning and like a fly or some bug got in their car and they started like swatting it. They lost control and totaled their car on their way to school. Oof. They, they were themselves. luckily they were fine from what I can remember. I just remember I was a kid and I heard. Oh, I like, thought this was like last week. No, some girls I went. No, when I was a kid. But I still, thought you went to school with like back in the day that now. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but still, it's just a reminder that like I, I I would freak out too, but you can't take your hands off the steering wheel. Only to eat and pay credit card bills <laughs> while driving. Drive with your knees a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Not anymore. Back in the day though. I do that. I'd oh, me too. Put my knees on the wheel. Oh, for sure. Do a little text messaging, have a little burger. <laughs> Read a book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not anymore. No. Don't do that crap anymore. I told you about the time I hit a car because I was eating jelly toast on my way to school, and I was so embarrassed. I didn't want them to know I hit them because I was eating toast, so I threw the toast in my console. I was like, sorry, I just, because I was like, I didn't want them to know that that's why I wasn't paying attention. I just thought, like, I got distracted another way, and then I had jelly toast all over the inside of my console. What way would have been okay? Just... I just whoopsie! I I just like I don't <laughs> know like traffic, but it was bumper to bumper on I thirty five, and I was going yeah. like I, mean, I looked down at my toast. The next thing you know, I look up. I'm hitting a car, mm. and I was like, oh, it's just embarrassing to get busted eating and driving. Oh, ma'am, this is uh, Officer Bones here. I just need to ask you a few questions. So, what exactly caused this accident? Uh, whoopsie. Well, it's okay. <laughs> I, well, you know that you will not get a ticket for this one. It's better than jelly toast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This should be easy, according to you guys. I'll give you a very famous country song. Tell me the decade it came out. If Tomorrow Never Comes by Garth Brooks. Tomorrow never comes. Damn. Will she know how much I love her? Okay. What decade did that come out? Did I try Everybody good? Yeah. Yeah. Amy? 90s. Lunchbox? 90s. Eddie? Well, it's going to be late 80s, I think. That first record came out in like 89, I think. So you're going 80s? Yes. Oh, shoot. Garth Brooks, If Tomorrow Never Come, came out in 1989. Yeah! Oh, wow. What? She must so it's the 80s, yeah. Man. All right, next up, when did this song come out from Travis Tritt? And it's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when It's I a great day to be alive. Hard times in the neighborhood, but why can't every day? Kali, you know how you just have a memory associated yes. with songs? Yep. And this song is so good, but my memory is so bad. Now it's associated with him blocking me on Twitter. Oh. oh. <laughs> Every time you hear this song? Every time. <laughs> Amy? 90s? Lunchbox. I remember listening to it in 93. Eddie? I'm going to go 90s. It came out in the year 2000, so it is the year 2000. Oh. What? Next up, name the decade. This is Fancy from Reba. Amy? 80s. Lunchbox. I, Amy loved this when she was a kid, but it was 90s. Eddie? I'm going to go to the farm, bet it all in, 90s. Reba McIntyre Fancy came out in 1990. Oh, yes. gosh. Yes. Killing me with these borderline ones. Buy a new farm. <laughs> the next one, Ace in the Hole from George Strait. You've got to have an ace in the hole. A little secret that nobody knows. Life is a gamble, a game we all play. All right, guys. What do you have there? Rainy day. You've got to learn to play your cards right. 
Uh, what decade? Lunchbox. On that guitar lick definitely says 80s. Amy? 80s. Eddie? That right there is an 80s song. 1989. That's correct. That is a jam, though. Um, I mean, Eddie is winning. I I can do, one. We can do one more just to see if Lunchbox can get in this. Amy got one right, finally. I got two. <laughs> I've got two. All right. Jake Owen, Barefoot Blue Jean Night. Never gonna grow up. In the dark in the middle of a rock show. Dang. We were doing it right. We were coming alive. You guys good over there? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Amy? 2010s? Or oh. how do you call that? Yeah. The 10s. 2010s. Lunchbox? 2000s. Eddie? I'm going with the 10s. Barefoot Blue Jean Night. If it came out in the 2000s, Lunchbox is now tied for the lead. Yeah, it has to be 2009. No. That's what my guess is. That's, what I, that's why I think you put it on that border to tease us. Jake Owen, Barefoot Blue Jean Night came out in 2011. Yeah! Eddie, Amy, nice job. Oh. Eddie, you are the winner. Thank You're you, thank you. Hey, it's your day, buddy. I think Eddie's heart was in the right place, but he sent me this segment idea. Hey, what if we talk about <laughs> what hereditary health things we're worried about? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, this is... It's real, this, right? right? It can get, get dark. dark. Right. Oh, yeah, because I don't even want to get started. <laughs> For example, you brought this segment up because... My mom fell down, and she falls down a lot, and she fractured her hip... And so now, and this has been going on for like 10 years, she had to get a little hip replacement like a couple years ago. She has a rod in her thigh, and I'm like, she's got brittle bones, and I'm worried to death that my bones are going to be like that too in a few years. So is this a segment we want to walk down? Because it ain't going to make us feel good. I mean, I think this, this is basically tell me something <laughs> bad. But there are real concerns that people have, you know, like growing up. You want to do the bit, yes or no? I mean, somehow if we can, like, spin it and make it positive of, like, okay, it's okay. It's natural for you to have these thoughts because I know listeners have them, too. They have different family ailments they probably think about. But then you need to, like, take them in and then push them back out. You don't need to think that you're going to get any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. This is what I have to do because I'm, like, I'm going to think myself to cancer. <laughs> like, I, pro- I I really am. But I, I have to think, no way. No, I'm never going to get it. I am never going to get cancer. Well, I think the opposite. I mean, I, both <laughs> of my grandfathers died of cancer. I have two things in my family. Heavy addiction. See, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. no, it's this is Heavy addiction thing. and alcoholism and everybody's died from it or cancer. Mm-hmm. I got two things rocking me and it have been. My mom, my uncle, um, other family members are struggling with it now or I have both grandpas have died of cancer. So it's just like, well, I don't like this segment. <laughs> okay, all right, let's not do it then. It, it, yeah, let's not do it. And you're cancer too, right? Yeah, oh both my parents. And- That's why when I get to get my, went to get my butt checked earlier than normal, like about five years, they do the fingers up your butt. You were worried. You get, well, you guys gave me a hard time. You're like, oh, you must want to do. And it's like, no, right, right. I have a history of cancer in my family. <laughs> I think you were going a little more than you should have gone. No, like. I just went earlier. He like liked five it. Years. No, <laughs> no, none of that. That's what I'm saying yeah. with you guys. It's okay. We all do it. Eddie's worried about brittle bones. Brittle bones. Mine's addiction and cancer. Amy's is cancer. Lunchbox. Alzheimer's. Because I don't want to forget people. Like, my grandma would forget mm. things. I'd mm. feed her breakfast, and then she'd tell my parents, no, nah, he didn't give me breakfast. And, uh. oh, man, it's just that's a weird thing. You don't remember anybody. Yeah, that, or, that is you know, a terrible segment. Yeah, yeah, man. That's a good... Even Scuba Steve just looked in here and goes, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> oh, man. Well, what's yeah. Scuba Steve worried about? Yeah, what are you worried about, Bubba? I, I unfortunately have a lot of similarities like you. I, my father was into drugs and alcohol and addiction and... 
and that kind of stuff. So I, that's what I worry about, and I focus on that to not be that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. I should hey. move off that. Mike, we're going to pivot. <laughs> Tell me hey, hey, we tried. Yeah, we tried. It's Sorry. not about a song. Okay. Nah, we're just going to pivot in, in segments to something else. <laughs> okay. Because I don't want to just go go away from this. Yeah, this was just not a good idea. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. By the way, tomorrow, Zach Brown will be on. Mm. Tomorrow, Luke Combs will be on. We should ask them. Oh, can you imagine? We do every interview. Oh, every starting artist. With, hey, so what are you afraid of, like, genetically that's going to come down? And we mm. make it some good stuff. And we that. lead with that. <laughs> They'd be like, like, what? Um, here's another uh, story Eddie suggested to me. Oh, boy. A driver drags a pedestrian with car, then hides the body. Wait, what's wrong with you? I don't know, man. Like, accidentally, but then they freaked out? Or they did it on purpose? We don't know. You know, I'm just not feeling this segment. Like, I, all, all I, the walls around me are closing in in a very... <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were pivoting, but We're supposed to be positive. <laughs> Yeah, um, it sounds like something from a horror movie, but 28-year-old Joseph Charles Strickland's been arrested after hitting a pedestrian and then putting it behind the bait shop. Oh, my. He told the roommates he hit a deer. This is like a movie. Yeah. Yeah, he got he, he freaked out. Yeah. All right, I think we should just go home. Not even just go to the next segment. I think we should just go <laughs> home right now. Or go to therapy. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Crystal and Patrick, they live in L.A., and they're about to have their third child. But back when they had their first child, times were tough. Financially, it was just really hard to you know, pay bills and like raise a child. So they went through that. But now life's much better. They have extra money to give. So what they're doing is they're going around Targets in L.A. and hiding cash. They have about $1,000 worth of cash that they're putting in like diaper boxes or like uh, a formula canisters. They lift up the lid and then put some cash in there and close it so that when people buy it and maybe they're struggling – uh, they get a little surprise. Man, that's that's, awesome. that's amazing. <laughs> I just wonder if I knew that was happening, would I go and just search through the baby stuff at the store? Okay, so you don't do that. See, why no, are you no, putting no, on people's no, heads? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, Let me check this stuff. But wouldn't that be fantastic if you're buying diapers and diapers are very expensive and you find a hundred bucks in there? Yes. Crazy. That's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Coming up in the next segment, we got 15 minutes or so here right now. But in the next segment, we're going to see if these guys can smash a watermelon with their legs. There's money out for grabs. Ray's is 75 bucks if he can do it. Lunchbox is 100 Yeah. Woo! Did you practice last night? Yes, I did. Did oh, some he... a- leg exercises, make sure they were nice he and did. tight. Yeah. Stretched out. Don't you... want to pull a muscle. I don't understand what you just said. You practiced to make sure your legs were nice and tight? <laughs> yeah. Like I did some stretches, did some exercises up and down and... <laughs> Had my wife, wife punch me in the legs a couple times, make sure they're awake. Right. Good to go. Okay. Well, we'll find out in a few minutes just what's going on over there. Um, how big is that watermelon? Yeah, how big are they? They're uh, usually pretty big, pretty huh? Pretty medium-ish. Oh. There, look. It's oh, not huge. Wow. It's not that big of one. It's it's long, but it's not extremely wide. Right. So I think you have a good shot at that. If he can't do it, can we take it outside and smash it? Are you still struggling? What do you mean? <laughs> you want to smash things? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just oh, it would be me. fun to throw it off the parking garage. Amy has, has always wanted to break stuff. She's been struggling a little bit in her personal life. And so she wants to like break TVs. And she well, wants y'all, Yeah, Eddie gave me that gift a while ago. <laughs> that was cool. That was last year. Am I still struggling? <laughs> yep. Oh, man. <laughs> Yesterday we were, we were leaving. And you guys didn't get to see this because you guys already left the room. But Amy and I were talking in the studio. And she hits her knee so hard on her desk. It goes, boom. And she goes, oh, Anytime you bump something, it hurts. But I go, hey, are you okay? She's like, yeah. And then that yes turns into like a cry. Amy starts crying and, oh. she, and it, she doesn't stop. And, I'm, and I put my hand on her shoulder. I say, hey, are you okay? She's like, yes, yes. It almost sounded like she was having a baby. And I'm like, hey, I'm not going to leave until you're good. And she's like, I'm okay. And so I walk out of the room 
and then she walks in today. Is it still hurting? It was throbbing all yesterday, and I've been taking Advil, and I just really don't want to go to the doctor and say, I hit my knee on my desk like that. I've never broken anything, so I don't know what that pain feels like, but this is a pain that I have never felt before. It's like I just hit it on the corner in a really sensitive, weird spot that felt like maybe I chipped my kneecap or something. Chipped your kneecap? I don't know. It It was awful, and I've been taking Advil, but... I mean, it's. I can walk on it. Obviously, it's not broken, but I don't know if I. I clearly bruised it. Is there a chance that it's this? <laughs> and you're just getting older, and you hit it. Low osteoporosis, possibly. I mean, I don't oh, wow. know. It could be. It could be. But I mean, yes, y'all heard me. It was pretty. Oh, we're getting old, we're getting older. All late thirties, yeah. early forties. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they're gonna have to move us to a hot AC channel. <laughs> I mean, Easy do you listening. Think that's yeah. gonna happen. We're gonna have to go to like a, a adult pop or hot AC <laughs> station just because we're we're talking about our our bodies are all breaking down. Um, I I don't know. It seemed like it was bad yesterday. It was. Yeah. So, um, but I'm better now. I will. Well, hopefully, it'll just continue to get better. All right, let's do the news. Here we go. Bobby's big stories. A man will plead guilty to putting razor blades in pizza dough. Oh, mm. not cool. The case of tampering focused attention on food security after the retailer and manufacturer received they had received prior reports and not warned customers or police. A man accused of putting razor blades and screws into pizza dough sold at a store will plead guilty to a federal crime. Like, that's a real deal stuff. Like, that's yes. go-to-jail stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not go and the judge be like, well, we should maybe put you in jail, but we're going to give you community service. That's you should go to jail for a while because mm-hmm. you're obviously trying to hurt people. And so they say he could get up to four years and nine months. The judge could impose a longer sentence. He can appeal. But he was arrested because they were investigating complaints that customers had found not only razor blades, but metal fragments in the dough in Portland Pie Company pizza. There were no reports of injuries or illnesses from the tampering. But I'm telling you, I don't know that I would have... Known or looked through, maybe if you, if it's just dough, you're having to need need it a little bit. That's what I was thinking, and then you're like, "Oh, what's that on your hand?" That would be awful. But yeah, I don't know that it got baked up into any and people ate them. I've told the story on the air before, I think, where I was on the air one day and listeners started to call me and they were like, "Hey, are you hearing this?" And there was another morning show on like a classic rock station, and like these two older guys had callers on, and a caller called in. And they were like, "Hey, we." Bobby Bones came to our restaurant. We spit in his food. We work oh. in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And they were like, ha, 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 ha. And then the radio guys were like, ha, 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 And I was like, man, like I'm good for any sort of back and forth. But that that is not cool. Yeah, no. That's terrible. Not and you cool. working at the restaurant, not cool. So I, I haven't had a meal since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you <laughs> I'm just, just don't scared eat. to death. I have nothing. <laughs> I only have liquid. Ugh. Uh, here's another one. A 43-year-old Florida woman reportedly suffered serious injuries when a 7-foot, seven 7-inch seven alligator attacked her while she was walking her dog. Dang. The woman was strolling with her pooch near a small lake when a gator lunged at her leg. This is from Fox 13 in Florida. She was rushed to the hospital with severe injuries to her lower right leg. Officials with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission said they were able to locate and trap the beast. So this gator must have been extremely hungry, right? And saw a little food, mm-hmm. the dog. Walking. Ate. That's what I would assume. Yeah. I don't think, for the most part, animals attack because they're bored. I think they attack because they're hungry or they're scared. That's it. And that little dog probably looked like a chicken nugget. Circle sure. of life. Yeah, why didn't they just say that to the gator and let him go, hey, <laughs> it's the circle of life. They called it a beast. A beast. <laughs> well, listen, seven foot I mean, seven. 
Uh, eight foot anything's a beast. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's a that's an awesome gator. Uh, quote, it looked like the gator tried to get the dog, but she grabbed the dog really quick. But in turn, she slipped down and the gator got her leg just Oof. underneath the knee. It was like one chomp and he went back in the water. Dang. Finally, a Detroit cemetery is exhuming 20 bodies in a mix-up of graves. No. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, how did this happen? Family oh. members were devastated after discovering their loved one's remains had been buried in the wrong place. No. Or at least there was a strong possibility of it in a Detroit cemetery. The cemetery start exhum- uh, started exhuming 20 bodies Monday in a process expected to be completed Wednesday. It is not clear how many of those may have been mixed up, but the police department's working with the city to make sure the families get the answers they need. That's crazy. I mean, I haven't been to a lot of, like, graveside places, but I, like, actually watch it go into the ground. The investigation started earlier in this year when relatives complained that a teenager was not buried in the gravesite they had purchased. They couldn't locate it. And then someone else was like, yeah, well, if that one's there, mine's not there. Mine's got to be... And they go, well... Uh Uh-oh. We messed up. (laughs) All right, that's the news. Bobby's Big Stories. The big local story in this room right now is when we got here this morning, so either the air broke or someone played a prank on us. It was 59 degrees. Oh, it's freezing. We are, fr- And I love cold because it makes you sharp. That's why when you take the SAT and ACT, they keep that room sharp. But this is too cold. Yeah, we're numb now. Mm-hmm. My fingers hurt. <laughs> it was 59. That's not nice. <laughs> no, that's bad. That's 10 below. Yeah, so <sighs> we are freezing in here. Don't forget Luke Combs on the show tomorrow. So at 8, 7 central, that'll happen. Hey, can I get a little tote board, please? It is time to reveal in just uh, 24 hours through our patriotic Pimp and Joy campaign. In an effort to build a home for Army Sergeant Jerry Majedic, you, the B team, have raised over $130,000 that will directly go to building him a house. If you missed the show, he's had over 80 surgeries. Because he was hit by an IED. He was targeted while he was in Iraq. That because, part's so crazy. Because he was someone who went and communicated with the local people there. So they targeted him. They got him with an IED. They shot him. Crazy. He got out. Tons and tons of work to get better. 80 surgeries. And so we're trying to build him a house where he can actually get around. One specifically built to his needs. And so we're just so grateful that you guys exist. And thank you so much. And I hope you wear your Pimp and Joy sweatshirts and hats and hoodies proud and know that you really did make a difference. Because Army Sergeant Jerry Majetic, he deserves to have this house and it just wasn't going to grow on a tree, honestly. No, and it's like so awesome to see our listeners come together and do this. Yeah, one shirt, one hat at a time. And now we're going to be able to make this huge donation towards his home which is going to literally be like, it's life-changing for them, him and his wife. Like, it'll be such a blessing. So, really cool. So, yes, wear your Pimp and Joy proudly and know that you did just that. You spread joy to somebody that needs it. And you can still go and get some more now. A lot. I mean, there's some stuff sold out at this point. Yeah, for sure. But but there's still a lot of good stuff up there, too. Mm-hmm. Just go to bobbybones.com, and that link is right there. We built a stage over here. And on the stage, we've got towels, we've got trash bags, and we've got two big watermelons. And so Raymundo and Lunchbox will walk into the studio now, and we will see if you guys can smash this watermelon with your thighs. We're talking about it on the show because it was a world record set by someone. They did a bunch of them. I said, hey, I'll give you guys some cash. So Raymundo, if you can do it, it's 75 bucks. 
Lunchbox, if you can do it, it's 100. Yeah, yeah. Raymundo, you're up first. Since you were the first one to be called onto the carpet here. Here he comes. I would say these are pretty average to large watermelons. That's good. Yeah. They're not too big. Yeah, but they're not small. But they're not oh. small. Oh. Ray, which watermelon oh. would you like? Uh, this one right here. Let's go, baby. Why are you sitting on the ground? I thought that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> no, you stand so, uh, up and you do it. Oh, I... I think you can do it however you want, but I think... Anyways, uh, the expert way to do it is sitting down, okay. y'all. All right. And uh, this is also, a, as a wrestler, this is your strongest position, so... Hmm. Taking you back to your wrestling in high school days? Yeah, I mean, this is actually just a person, I'm imagining. There was a lot of times um, where I would pin people just with my legs, not even using my arms. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> Dead serious. I mean, I don't know how I can just make that up. I wish that I already... The world record holder did sit down and do it. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you're standing up, I feel like, uh, I don't know, I feel like you might even go to the bathroom on yourself. <laughs> like, if you're in that position, that's probably not the best thing to do. Are you ready? <gasps> what? I'm ready. Is, there, is it timed? Well, we're not going to sit here all day. Okay. <laughs> I think I think you're going to tap out if it starts to hurt or you're going to get exhausted. Look at his little feet. They're crossed. Like, is that a move? Like, what size shoe do you wear there? It's like 10. No, be honest. 10. Ten. Yeah, right. That's, <laughs> that's like an eight and a half. That's like a three. All no, right. it's not a three. Okay. okay. Ray, 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 Ray. That's at least a nine. Ray, you were a nine. Don't size you? 10. I don't think Look so. Look in that love. tongue. UK 9, US 10. Mm -hmm. So eat it. Okay. Uh, Raymundo is on the ground. <laughs> he has a watermelon between his thighs. This is for $75 okay. in cold hard cash. I'm going to go like this, actually. Okay. Okay, ready. Three. Just two, that watermelon. One, go. Oh, he's going to get it. Oh, no, he's not going to get it. Guys, this is going to explode everywhere. That does look like a wrestling move. If something like, yes. I try to do like the figure eight, and then you just got to do it like. Yeah. Go. Oh, it's actually Okay, hold on. I'm going to give you one minute to do whatever you want, but okay. we're going to time it. Here we go. And go. Yeah, I'm liking this side better. Go Here ahead. You, go. you just lock it. He might do this. You lock yeah, it. Yeah, he might do this. I felt some stuff on the inside gurgling, so I'm just locking it, and then I'm gonna twist like it's a person. Come on, go. Ray! <gasps> oh, I hear it! Oh, he's so it. close! Did you I guys hear it? Yes. yes. God, this yes, thing's ready it. to eat when it comes out. I'm telling you right now. Ray, did you ever kill anyone when you wrestled? <laughs> Man. I mean, hey, ambulances were called. Let's go. <laughs> okay, here we go. He's doing I'm it again. A, well, I got time left. You, you have 35 seconds. Oh, that kind of takes your breath away a little bit. Here Come we on, go, Ray. Wow. Dude, that was awesome. Amazing. I'm absolutely drenched right now in the crotch, y'all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I could feel it was coming, and then that's when I just humped it and gave it that one little <laughs> last okay. thrust. You didn't hump it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You were right. I went everywhere. I went everywhere. <laughs> Let me get my Venmo up so I don't Wait. forget to hit Ray with his money. Yeah, the watermelon almost hit the production equipment over there. I right. shot it. I told you guys it was going to go everywhere. That was amazing. Is this why Scuba Steve texted all of us seeing if we had a tarp? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> hey, the towels, we definitely shot it short. We needed something bigger. Well, Raymundo just made himself... 75 Woo! bucks. Yeah! Ray. All right, Ray, I'm sending it to you right now. Hold All right, on. I'm out of here. I gotta go dry off. Doing a watermelon emoji. Hey, take your watermelon. Emoji. Peace out, watermelon you guys. Peace out. Hey, good, Boom. good luck. Hey, good 75 luck. bucks is now officially sent. Yeah! There you go, buddy. Nice work, there Ray. Do we need to play a song, clean up for Lunchbox, and come back? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Give me a minute here. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. A woman broke a world record by crushing three watermelons in less than eight seconds. 
And that to watch her dominate these things is wild. Now, Raymundo just sat down and crushed a big watermelon with his thighs. It took about a crazy. minute. But it was awesome. Ray, nice job. You made 75 bucks. Yeah! Do you still have watermelon on your crutch? No, I got it pretty well dried off. I had a security guy help me out. What? Wait, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Did he want to? <laughs> Did he have to? Why? <laughs> uh, Lunchbox is now walking onto the stage. Now, Lunchbox, you're, you, you're up mm. for 100 bucks here. Yeah, so you can do yeah. This. Ray cost himself some money there. So, are you ready to sit down? Yeah, I am. And I got to tell you, as a former cross-country runner, I wouldn't have thought about uh, sitting down. But Ray, with his wrestling background, thank you for going first because you gave me a little, uh, what do you call that? Uh, a blueprint. Uh-huh. A diagram. Yeah. Because I'm ready. Okay. I kind of want to see you stand and squat and try to do it. <laughs> well, I don't think I'd be able to do it. Ray. I don't think you would. I, I think Ray was right. And Ray locked his feet, too. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to lock my feet. Don't you worry. I'm going to lock it up. All right, here's Lunchbox. He's uh, sitting down. He's putting uh, the watermelon between his legs. Uh, He's crossing his feet. The watermelon is going is, in between his oh, two I, knees. Guys, that weighs 100 pounds. That weighs 100 pounds. <clears throat> the watermelon is now in position. I now, need to be more flexible. <laughs> don't squeeze until we give I'm you the time. I'm not squeezing here. yet. Oh, my gosh. I can feel it. You can feel what? I mean, it feels like giving birth, I think. <laughs> I can feel like, I think it. this is what women feel when they're giving birth is like this, uh, this urge to push, and that's what I got. All right, five seconds, and you have 60 seconds Whoa. to crush the melon. Three. I get how long? Two, one, go. You have 60 seconds. Oh, he might do oh. it. I hear it. I hear it. Oh. He might do it. He might do it. I hear it. He's, he, he is squeezing. His Come head on. might pop, not the watermelon. Oh, my God. Oh, that hurts the thighs. Yeah. He's squeezing. He's turning his body a different way. Looks like he's got oh, a, come some on, kind you of son of a gun. What? Oh, oh this is, what is this? The devil went down to Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best that's ever been. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's squeezing hard. We're at 25 seconds. You can, if you can take a break, take a break. Oh, yeah. Hold on. You have, uh, okay, 30, uh, 30 seconds now. Oh, I hear oh. it. Oh. Come on. I hear it. Oh, I feel like Come on, baby! Let's go! Let's go! Come on! I see the head, lunch. I see the head. <laughs> you see the head? It's crowding! 15 seconds. It's crowding! 15 Keep seconds. Pushing. Keep pushing! Hurry! Oh! oh 10 on. seconds. Come on, lunch. Come on! Ah, get out, baby! Five seconds! Get out! Ah. Time! Oh, no! I guess the baby will just live in there. Yeah. <laughs> just gotta, can't get it out. Yeah, you did. You <laughs> well, dented it. It is dented. <laughs> it looks like a pickle now. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, like a cucumber. Oh Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Do I get fifty for the the dent? <laughs> you don't. You don't. Oh. <laughs> He's oh worn my out. Gosh. I thought I had that, man. Oh. Good run, though, buddy. <sighs> what do you want to say? Oh man, I want to say, props to Ray. I think mine was a little thicker, and man, I'll have to train. I'll be back next year. Ray, do you want to break this one for fun, or are you done? Ray, uh, come break it for do fun. It, Ray, 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 I mean, I went out yeah. on a high note, and uh, it was very difficult. Do I get extra money, or is this just it's, for the yes. show? Yeah, 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 pay yes. him. It's Wait, fun. no, you can't spend my money. It's to watch it explode. Yeah, Bones, come on. It's... I'll give you the other 25. Okay. Okay, let's okay. go. Yeah. Ray, 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 It's not cracked. Here we go. All right. 
Daddy's back. Hey, Daddy's back in. Show him how to do it, Ray. Oh, oh you already cracked Hey, you put it in. I told you. Well, you didn't dominate it like I'm about to. Oh, here we go, Ray. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get, let me, I want to record this. All right. We ready? And three, two, one, go. But it's all about this. This little thrust that you ain't got, Lunch. Let me show you how Daddy does it. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead, Daddy. He uh, pulled himself off the ground. Oh, he oh come on. Yeah, see? So, it's this. Yes. Oh, it's you this said little, that a minute ago. It's this little thing, and I'm, I got a little more something that you don't got. It's right here. Oh! No! Oh! Oh! Ray, 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 Ray. Hey, man. That was awesome. In your face. <laughs> it was already dented for you. No, You're welcome. No, no he's right. Good. There was a little something you, you didn't have. Ray is 2-0. <laughs> At the nice job, oh, buddy. Sorry, love to talk. Wow. I'll no, no, I already did it. I'll I'm pay you the rest of the cash. I'll get twelve fifty that. All right. Um. <laughs> Yesterday, I was talking to Scuba Steve. And he didn't tell me who it was, but he said he saw a celebrity in the wild. Were you getting a haircut? Is that what happened? I wish I was getting a haircut. I don't have hair, but I was getting my beard trimmed. Yes. Okay, so your face hair. Your face hair. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. It's my way to pamper myself. And so you go in. You're doing. The, what do they do when you get your beard trimmed? So you sit down in the chair, they make you feel like you're you're the king of the of the castle. You know, they ask you what you want, they comb your beard out a little bit, you kinda of tell them what you're looking for a little bit less here, trim the mustache. And you can't get, trim your beard? I can, but it will never look as good as the way they do it. Okay. So I it's worth the twenty bucks to just get it done by a professional. So, so you're, you're you're doing it and when they wrap you up, is that when you see this person? So I I, I, I see him or her. And I'm not <laughs> sure who it is, but I, it's one of those moments where you look at somebody and you go, I know you're from somewhere, but I can't place it. Was this a hair and beard place or just a beard place? They do both. It's like, it's an East Nashville like hipster spot where they do the hair and the beard and all that kind of stuff. So it could have been a woman as well. It could have been, 100%. Okay. And so what's the game? So the game is, because the hair only grows on the reverse side of my head, I have a couple hooks in reverse. And you guys have to guess who this person was based on hearing this music. Interesting. Oh, I'm going to nail this. This may be too easy. Oh, yeah, you're good at reversing. <laughs> but it is difficult. Let me ask you a couple yes or no questions first. Sure. Was it a man? Wait, we each get one yes or no question. I guess and I guess. Okay, go ahead. Amy. I even mean, um, Kip Moore. No, what? No, I guess you know. <laughs> That's not a yes, no. Just oh. Okay, she yes is a Kip Moore. <laughs> no. Oh, <boy>. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Are they in a band? They have been. So they're musical. Yeah. And they have been in a band. Eddie? Have they had a hit on the radio here in the last month? Oh, yeah, definitely. What? Morgan. Was it a country artist? Yes, but they've crossed over into top 40 a good 10 years ago. Hmm? Oh. Okay. That's... I haven't asked my question yet. Yeah, what are you thinking? Well, and we're as a team trying to get this. Is it like Rascal Flats? They crossed over, but they don't have a. Just, uh, but it I can be a haircut them, guy too. I don't see them going down to East Me Nashville. Either. What was the answer to lunchboxes? Is it a group or a band? Used to be. Used, used to, to be. Or was Keith Urban, but he he wouldn't be over there because he used to be in the ranch. Yeah. Um, Kid Rock, although we don't talk about little trouble right now. Idiot. Who? Now I wouldn't let the band thing throw you off because I've only seen him in a band like a couple times. Once here in studio. Oh. What? Has to be. Has to be this person. You want me to say it? Yeah, I don't care. Dirks, because he came with his little goofy band. Could it, was he crossover ever? No. No. Yeah, that's not it. Yeah, I don't. 
Oh, he came on our show. So. <laughs> and you called his band Goofy. Oh, no, oh, he's talking about oh, I know. I know country it. Night, hot country nights. Yeah. I got it. Who? Nico Moon. No, he, he was wasn't in Zach Brown band. Ten years Sir ago, Roosevelt he crossed or over. Whatever. Uh, Sir Roosevelt. And he's on the radio. But they never crossed now. over. Well, I don't know. I wasn't well, kind of that though. That was different account. music. That was dance music. That was like rock or something. No. Maybe. <laughs> that might be it. So they used to be in a and band. Like, picture it, Eastside Nico. Nico for sure, for sure, for sure. Eastside. Yeah. <laughs> and Nico Moon has. I'm just here for a good time. And he's kind of got that look where I could see Scuba Steve hasn't interacted with him a ton. Here's my question: like, Does this person have a beard? Familiar? This person, I've seen him have a beard. In this moment, they did not. It was kind of clean shaven. Okay, that's, that's not, not Nico. Nico Moon. Well, huh? Interesting. This moment, he did not have a beard, but he's had a beard. A beard. Ray, do you have a question, or do you know who it is? I know who it is. Yeah, you can ask. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess we'll listen to the reverse what's music. What's our guest, though, before we do reverse music? Who lives over there? Brothers Osborne? They moved. Yeah, but that's oh, yeah, band. one of them. He has a beard. Yeah. <laughs> but 10 years ago is what's going on. Clean shaven. Oh, oh, Charlie Warsham? Was he in a band? Yeah, but not for not forever. Now we're all giving away where people live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Okay, we don't have a real guest. And they've been in the studio in the past few months? Um, yes. I think within the last, like, four or five months, yeah. Four or five months? What? During pandemic. It was, like, late last year they were here. I don't know the crossover thing. Okay, play us a song backward, Ray. Sam Hunt? Oh. Sam Hunt. <laughs> Dang it. Damn. I mean, I think when... <laughs> that backwards song game, I can crush. I tried to do it even more. I tried to slow it down a little bit. I was trying to do something to it, yeah. He he brought a full bluegrass band in here. Got it. Oh. You got it. I was like, wait, what He does band? have a beard sometimes. He didn't have a beard for a long time. He went full beard for a while. You're right. And he did crossover. Ten years ago? No. Yeah, he was on, like, Top 40. I remember, like, it was, like, 2000... You remember wrong, 11. but good for you. <laughs> we, we, we like it that... Maybe 14. <laughs> that Maybe, was what yeah. was throwing me off. <laughs> uh, did you talk to him? So I'm the kind of person when I see somebody out in the wild, I don't like to bother them. I'll just kind of give them a little nod and just move on. I don't talk to people. I don't know him, so I wouldn't be like, hey, it's Steve. And, he, and I'm afraid of people like, I don't know who you are. So I want to avoid that at all costs. Body Like a Back Row, 2017. Mm. Mm. Oh, wow. So. Yeah. But didn't he have that song where he was like speaks rapping and it, it like crossed over in the top 40? But his, ah, his first one was House Party. I right, have I have a house, but, but this was the one that really crossed over for him. Yeah, and there's one there where he was like, he was like what? talking to a girl. That, that's a lot of them. Yeah, like, take your time, cause I don't want to. Yes, oh. that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Take your time was <laughs> uh, 2014. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, Scuba, good story. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have got that one. He's a big guy, huh? Like. Yeah, he's like, huge. He's, and it, he's just a tall guy. And I would not expect to see someone like Sam Hunt, who's that massive, in my opinion, as a celebrity, to be chilling right there next to me at a barbershop. Hey, I went to one place that I go a lot, like a chain place. Uh-huh. I walk in, Kay and I are getting some food. Sam's sitting by himself at a table, like right in the middle of the restaurant. And I was like, hey, dude, what up? Because I was like, we talked for a little bit. Uh huh. He ate. Mm-hmm. Nobody bothered him. He left. It's yeah. very normal. It's pretty cool. It's just, yeah, I just rolled in. Rolled out. Guys I passed like him us. one time coming out of... Starbucks, and he had a Smoothie King in one hand, Starbucks in the other, because they were right next door to each other. And I was like, just picking up his drinks. They're like us. Stars are like us. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good guy, though, for sure. All right. Hey, what he tipped? Do you know? Let's start a room. Oh boy. Uh, I left before him, so I don't. I heard he tipped a thousand dollars on a ten dollar (laughs) bill. Wow. Yeah. That's (laughs) That's what what I heard. heard. Yeah. Totally. That's rumor on the street that he tipped a thousand dollars. Yep. All right. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. 
This story comes to us from Jacksonville, Florida. A man was out for a walk Sunday morning around 10 a.m. He walks by the fire station and the garage is open, sees that fire engine, goes, man, that'd be fun to drive. Mm -hmm. So he hops in, goes on out, crashes into a street sign, and he's arrested. I bet it would be just impossible to drive with no training. To drive a fire engine. Oh, yeah. I would think so. You'd have to know what to do. But he's right. It would be fun to drive. <laughs> I can't say the guy is wrong. And they just leave the keys in there, too? Like, just sitting Maybe there. because if there's a fire, the last thing you want to do is, where's the, who's got the keys? Uh, right. Johnny? Are they in your pocket? <laughs> where where we leave the keys? Um, but at, I had to drive an 18-wheeler for a bit. And without slow training all the way up to it, I would have never been able to do that. Because the turns are just weird, and I bet that's what happened with him. He turned it into a sign. Yeah, he tried to turn, hit a sign, and he crashed. <laughs> Guess how much a fire truck costs? I mean... A, a tour bus, a, a good tour bus is about a million dollars. What? Yeah. How much is a fire truck? $500,000. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can get a tour bus 500000 bucks. Does that include the hoses? <laughs> that's like an I old... I like it be more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Well, this one guy says, and he says that all men wear their underwear three to ten times before washing them. What do you think about that? I think that's about three to ten times too many. The, <laughs> that's just not true. Okay. I don't. I don't either. You were once, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Well. Maybe twice. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. Why are you stammering? Because I think it counts as one wear. For example. If I take a shower in the afternoon on a Monday, and then I wear them through the evening, Tuesday, I sleep in them, sometimes I just wake up and keep wearing them. Oh. So I never actually, that's not a change. Mm-hmm. That okay. shouldn't count as two wears. Okay. Even though two separate days, I get that. You're talking about like a 24-hour period, or shower to shower. Yeah, I never take them off and put them back on, the same ones back on. Gotcha. Oh. So if they completely leave my body, they don't get put back on my, my, my body. Mm. But I will go afternoon, sleep, get up, have a full day, that kind of thing. Does that count as one or two wears? One. Okay. Do you do that, Eddie? I do more of the, if it's under 24 hours. Like, say I've got something to do that night, and I take a shower, I get dressed, have a nice fresh pair of underwear, and then I go to bed, and then I wake up, take another shower. It's okay. I just wore them for four hours the night before. But you did sleep in them. Correct. Yeah, and, and you, that's two wears. That's you have two a wears. mental note, too, of if it's clean or not. What, that, I think that's two wears. That's two wears. Lunchbox, you? Oh, man, I wear underwear all the time, uh, multiple days. Like, I'll go run, and I'll come home and put on dry underwear, and then later that night, take a shower, wake up the next morning, wear them again, and no big deal. And turn them inside out, get an extra wear. <laughs> Perfect. So he says all men wear three to ten wears before change. And I don't think that's true. It's false. Ten's by, a lot. By the way, Luke Bryan sent me some jockey underwear up here. I haven't gotten in the bag yet. Oh, well, the thing is, mostly when people send you something, they go, please take a picture of it and post it on social media. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, know if Luke wants me to put these on and show off on social media. Hey, you got to do what you got to do, man. Is this the first time another guy has sent you underwear? Well, he does endorsements for Jockey. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen his commercials. Oh, yeah. But yes, I think it's the first time that... Does oh. he model in them and post? I don't know. I will, <laughs> I'll share one for one. For one. <laughs> but I have a bag of uh, Jockey here from Luke Bryan. Um, that I will take home, but I don't know that I'll be sharing on social media. Amy, what's going on today? Um, I've got, uh, I was supposed to go to the dentist today, but something happened and they couldn't fit me in. So now I'm a little bit more open. So I think I'm going to get ahead on my podcast. Like that is my goal. What about you? Well, speaking of podcasts, I had Seaforth over the house yesterday. Uh Oh, how are they doing? How are they doing? Yeah. 
I'm gonna define. Really? Thanks for asking. Yeah, they, look, they look just like <laughs> us. I think about them once in a while. They uh, they're doing good. Good. I don't know what I don't know what you want. <laughs> it's gonna be up on tomorrow's Bobbycast. Okay, I'll listen. You can hear all about how they're doing. <laughs> it's a duo that came in and just crushed a performance, and now they have a song going to radio. Things are really uh, really starting to, to do good for them. I'm packing today. I'll work out, but. Caitlin's sister's wedding this weekend. Mm-hmm. So had to get a suit. I had to get it let out just a little bit. Oh, no. I know. Dang. And I don't know if it's because I've been working out getting real muscular, but it's probably not that, you know? Where are you letting it out? The gut area or the arm area? The gut and the thighs. Yeah. Though. Like the thighs, my legs are getting too big. Oh, the thighs. Because I ride that bike a lot. Huh. So I'll, Either way, it's okay. I refuse to let the arms out. <laughs> I just want it to be... <laughs> ripping through. You guys have a great day. We'll see you on Friday's show. Uh, Luke Combs will be on tomorrow. Zach Brown will be on tomorrow. The Friday morning dance party tomorrow. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones.